from the La Crosse School District. Our guest is uh, Dr. Aaron Engel. Good morning, and thanks very much for joining us. Are you still glad to be here? Absolutely. I really enjoyed my time so far, and I, I can't wait uh, to see what the future brings. Well, and I uh, honestly, I can't imagine that you could be a school superintendent anywhere in America and be able to wake up in the morning and say, wow, I sure am glad things are normal here. <laughs> well, they're certainly not normal, but uh, <clears throat> the people I get to work with and the opportunity to um, you know, serve our community uh, is exciting. Yeah. Well, and, and uh, it's always full of questions, and that's why I asked to speak with you this morning. I am real curious to know about the reopening plan for the 2021 uh, school year. Uh, uh, tell me about, uh, uh, reassure those parents who are concerned that they are now going to have to be their child's teacher. Um, so we learned uh, a lot of things during our school closure in the spring, and we're applying those lessons as we move forward. And so the education that we're able to deliver virtually will be uh, vastly improved. Uh, so I think that's one way to reassure parents. Uh, we are providing a fully virtual option for parents that have opted into that through the Cooley Region Virtual Academy. And uh, as soon as we're able to offer an in-person instruction, as soon as the, the county health department determines it's safe, we're going to reopen our school buildings and get kids back here. So the school buildings will stay closed until the La Crosse County Health Department says it's okay, you get the thumbs up, reopen school. That is correct. We're working closely with them. Uh, we also want to make sure that we're not uh, sending students in and out of the buildings on a on a week-to-week -week basis. So we're also trying to provide some consistency by monitoring the county compass so that we can uh, anticipate when we'll be able to safely open buildings for a period of time as opposed to just a couple of days. You said you, that you learned a lot from the previous uh, lockdown and schools uh, that were that suddenly went online uh, back at the end of last school year. How will it be different uh, as we reopen school this year? You mentioned lots of changes. Like what? Uh, so we've got a new learning management system, so a new online platform for delivering virtual uh, instruction. So that's much more powerful than what we had previously. We've invested in one-to-one -one technology for our kindergarten through third graders. So our lower elementary students will have access to a, a device at home, an iPad. And we've been uh, investigating instructional strategies and different ways to best reach students online to maintain engagement and support students' mental health. So there's just numerous things that we've done to improve the experience for our students when they go virtual. That's great. Uh, and and K-12 uh, improvements, is that that's what sounds like that's what you're uh, trying to do? Yeah. Absolutely, yep. But we've thought about uh, the best ways to maintain engagement for high school students and middle school students. Each of those levels brings their own uh, unique challenges, and we're looking at uh, the ways we can uh, adapt uh, what we've learned to our students' needs now. Right. Well, and some of the concerns are that the kids will simply get bored and walk away from the computer screen, and maybe they'll be gone for a while. The teacher won't know they're gone for a while unless whoever is supervising them at home, a parent or a guardian, uh, uh, says, no, 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 sit back down in the seat 
and keep your eyes on the screen. School is still in session. Uh, that is one of the, the biggest challenges that we have is the engagement piece. And while students at school often can't walk away from the teacher in the classroom, yeah. they can, you know, wander in their mind. And that is certainly a problem we've had, you know, uh, since schooling has started. And so the the key is really that engagement and uh, instruction. And it's incumbent on uh, us as educators to find the best ways to engage students virtually and to create meaningful instruction and assignments that they value. All right, so so walking away from the screen would be tantamount to you and I daydreaming out the window uh, when we were in school. Uh, it's a similarity. Uh, it's okay. a little more dramatic, obviously. Well, uh, it would be... It would physically be more like walking out of the classroom, but uh, uh, disengagement is something teachers have always had to manage, and so I, I don't think it's any different in a virtual environment. There's just uh, students have a lot more agency. <laughs> yeah, that's the truth. Uh, now reassure parents that they aren't going to have to learn new math so that they or relearn the new new math so that they can help kids with their math growing up because, wow. Uh, it's been a really long time since I've taken a math class, and I still use some of the tricks that my dad taught me dozens and dozens of years ago, which are a long ways from the current new math. Yeah, so it's uh, our job as educators to provide instruction for students. Um, obviously, when students are at home and learning virtually, um, the younger the student is, the more guidance they'll need from uh, an adult. But at the end of the day, it's our job to provide that instruction and, and not for the parent at home to deliver the actual instruction. How do, you, how do you help those that say, hey, if kids are going to school online, I want a refund for part of my property taxes because going online is a whole lot cheaper than going to school? Sure. I would argue that going online is, is more expensive. It is not in any way cheaper for uh, the, the K-12 public education system. We, Like I mentioned earlier, we purchased access to a new learning management system. We've purchased devices for students uh, that we did not have before. We're um, increasing the professional development for teachers to uh, give them an opportunity to get prepared for this school year. Um, the expenses increase when we go online and, and to a new model. We've been efficient in the traditional model of education, uh, and uh, now that we're transitioning to this model, it's incurred numerous costs. Well, and here, I've, we're out of time, so I'm about to say thank you for talking with me, but I'll share one text from a listener who may have, be a dad. I'm not sure. This guy's in a fantasy land if he thinks virtual learning is the same as uh, in school learning and walking away, wow, uh, you know, uh, walking out of class and walking away from uh, the kitchen table uh, are, are different things, but uh, your new computer program, uh, you hope, will keep those kids engaged at the kitchen table for as long as is necessary. Is that about correct? Um, I don't think I ever said that the, the two modes are the same. I'm just looking for analogies as far as uh, you know, how students are engaged. Um, like I said before, um, it's our job as educators to find a way to uh, engage students, and uh, it's incumbent on us to create the conditions where students can learn uh, in a virtual setting. 
So that's a real big challenge, uh, and I know it's going to be incredibly difficult for families and for students, and we're doing everything we can to alleviate those burdens and provide the best possible education. Well, and that's the goal, and that's the hope. And uh, Dr. Aaron Engel, I, uh, I don't envy the task of you and the entire staff, school uh, teachers across the district from K through 12, trying to teach kids online uh, in the midst of all of this and those kids that have siblings that are learning on a different computer in a different room with different, uh, the whole thing is, is just crazy. I appreciate you spending time with us this morning. Dr. Aaron Engel is the school superintendent for La Crosse. They will open school online until the health department says it's safe.